Good morning. My name is Gerard Lockhart. Welcome to my podcast, Inspire Me. And today we're going to talk about slave patrol, modern day policing, and the connection between the two. I'll be right back. Hello. Okay, let's talk about slave patrols. The origin of modern day policing can be traced back to the slave patrol. The earliest form of slave patrol was created in the Carolinas in the early 1700s with one mission, to establish a system of terror and squash slave uprisings with the capacity to pursue, apprehend, and return runaway slaves to their owners. Tactics included the use of excessive force to control and produce desired slave behavior. I state your name, do swear that I will as a searcher of guns, swords, and other weapons among the slaves in my district, faithfully and as privately as I can, discharge the trust reposed in me as the law directs to the best of my power, so help me God. This was a slave patroller's oath from North Carolina in 1828. When one thinks about policing in early America, there are a few images that may come to mind. A county sheriff enforcing a debt between neighbors, a constable serving an arrest warrant on horseback, or a lone night watchman carrying a lantern through his sleeping town. These organized practices were adapted to the colonies from England and formed the foundations of American law enforcement. However, there is another significant origin of American policing that we cannot forget, and that is slave patrols. The American South relied almost exclusively on slave labor, and white Southerners lived in near constant fear of slave rebellions disrupting this economic status quo. As a result, these patrols were one of the earliest and most pro prolific forms of early policing in the South. The responsibility of patrols was straightforward, to control the movement and behaviors of enslaved populations. According to historian Gary Potter, slave patrols were served three main functions, to chase down, apprehend, and return to their owners, runaway slaves, to provide a form of organized terror to deter slave revolts, and to maintain a form of discipline for slave workers who were subject to summary justice outside the law. Organized policing was one of the many types of social controls imposed on enslaved African Americans in the South. Physical and psychological violence took many forms, including an overseer's brutal whip, their international breakup of families, deprivation of food and other necessities, and private employment of slave catchers to track down runaways. Slave patrols were no less valid in their control of African Americans. They beat and terrorized as well. This distinction was that they were legally compelled to do so by local authorities. In this sense, it was considered a civic duty one that in some areas could result in a fine if avoided. In others, patrollers received financial compensation for their work. Typically, slave patrol routines included enforcing curfews, checking travelers for a permission pass, catching those assembling without permission, and preventing any form of organized resistance. 
As historian Sally Hayden writes in her book, Slave Patrols, Law and Violence in Virginia and the Carolinas, the history of police work in the South grows out of this early fascination by white patrollers with what African-American slaves were doing. Most law enforcement was, by definition, white patrolmen watching, catching, or beating black slaves. The process of how one became a patroller differed throughout the colonies. Some governments ordered local militias to select patrollers from their rosters of white men in the region without a certain age range. In many areas, patrols were made up of lower class and wealthy land-owning white men alike. Other areas pulled names from lists of local landowners. Interestingly, in the 18th century South Carolina, land-owning white women were included in the potential list of names. If they were called to duty, they were given the option to identify a male substitute to, to patrol in their place. First formed in 1708 in South Carolina, patrols lasted over 150 years, only technically ending with the abolition of slavery during the Civil War. However, just because the slave patrols lost their lawful status did not mean that their influence died out in 1865. Hayden argues there are still distinct parallels between legal slave patrols before the war and extra-legal terrorization tactics used by vigilante groups during Reconstruction, most notoriously the Ku Klux Klan. After the Civil War, Southern police departments often carried over aspects of the patrol. These included systematic surveillance, the enforcement of curfews, and even notions of who could become a police officer. Though a small number of African Americans joined the police force in the South during Reconstruction, they met active resistance. The law enforcement looks very different today. The profession developed from practices implemented in the colonies. I hope that you heard something today that you didn't already know. Thanks to all that listened and have a great day.